0: Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix
1: 103.7. Welcome to the show. My name is Alex McLeod. Today we're joined in studio by Willie to talk about his bike borrowing program. So just jumping right into it, who are you and what do you do?
0: Hey Alex. Yep, My name is Willie and uh, well today I'm here with my cargo bike sharing art project hat on. And so yeah, my wife and I have just uh, started a uh, cargo, a Dutch cargo bike borrowing scheme. And that's what we're here to talk about.
1: Awesome. So kind of breaking that down, what is this Bakfiets and what's kind of behind the name and what is this cargo bike? How does it kind of work?
0: Yeah. So uh, Bakfiets uh, is a Dutch word because it's a Dutch bicycle. Um, now these bikes uh, actually show up all around the world. And actually I think it's the Scandinavians that invented them, but the Dutch have made them ubiquitous. Bak just means box and fiets is the Dutch word for bicycle and so it's a box bicycle and uh, usually now we would just call it a long tail cargo bike.
1: That's pretty cool. What is your favorite thing about these bikes in general.
0: Well, my favorite thing about the bikes, honestly, is that they're fun. You you can't help but just feel. Uh, we actually call it bike joy, uh, uh, a special kind of joy when you ride this bike, especially you get flying down a hill, wind blowing through your hair. Um, they're just a lot of fun to ride. There's a few things that are different from them, uh, different about them from like your regular bicycles. So the first is that they fall into the long Dutch tradition of upright bicycles. We're not as familiar with upright bicycles in North America. We're usually used to like mountain bikes, road bikes, where you're like hunched over, like maybe even like spandex or fancy clothing but the box bikes uh upright bicycles are made for a more casual style of riding they're very common in the netherlands they're usually a step through but not always but the key feature is that you're you're sitting completely upright so you're you're not leaned over and it makes it easier to like talk with people while you're biking they're much more conversational and they're actually slower to ride which initially would seem like well, a downside, you want to get where you're going fast. But it's actually a feature. It's it's like slowness, like a, a different way of living built in, like a slower, more intentional way of living. Uh, and then beyond that, there's just stuff that's great about them. I mean, obviously the giant box in the front means you can carry all sorts of stuff. Like you can do whole grocery hauls. You can pick up your Christmas tree, for example, with this bike. No problem. It's like having all the benefits of a bike except that also you have your trunk with you and so uh you can carry all sorts of stuff and in fact even um families use these they're they're usually used by moms in the netherlands they call them bakviets which is like their sort of like derogatory ish i uh, take on like the like suv mom um but it's actually this bicycle because you can fit like two or three kids on the back and the back racks on these things like are actually strong enough that a person can sit on them
1: I was looking at pictures and yeah. I saw like kids sitting in the front while the mom's riding around. absolutely so
0: like a mom can take like five kids to hockey practice on one of these things if she wanted to okay it's, it's a little bit of a circus feat at that point but yeah they're just fun
1: <laughs> that's pretty fun though what kind of inspired you to do this project and like spread this to other people in the community
0: yeah a- absolutely so uh, this project takes a few different inspirations um, the first is that I'm Dutch my mom in- immigrated from the Netherlands and so I really have an interest in Dutch culture Dutch biking culture I also just love biking all things outdoors well and and I've started to become really interested in like better ways of living and I say better with a grain of salt because we're all just doing what works for us I understand that but um, I-, I wondered if it would be possible a few years ago to start biking mostly around Fort McMurray I thought there's a few things that make this really make sense one is that we're a isolated northern community which means our city is actually not that big and actually our infrastructure is really awesome like we have these multi-use pathways everywhere like I can almost get everywhere I need to go like on dedicated infrastructure which is actually more than Edmonton or Calgary has to offer and so uh, I suddenly realized this was a lot of fun it's become kind of a way of life for me I probably drive my wife's car like maybe once a week, wow. um, the rest of the time I'm on a bike and it's just a lot of fun. And so I was like, well, how can we get other people to experience this fun, this bike joy? Long and, uh, and short of it is is we ended up getting a grant from the uh, municipality, an arts, culture and heritage grant to experiment with this uh, project. And so this is an arts uh, and culture project. And it does take some inspirations if I'll just like rattle a few off, Plain Bicycle Project in Winnipeg. Uh, they've imported Dutch bicycles into Winnipeg and they call it a culture bomb. It's really cool they've got the, just like people everywhere they and they've uh, imported like container loads of them. So we're not doing container loads, we're just doing one cargo bike, but um, so some inspiration there. And then also I was really inspired by uh, Jenny O'Dell's book, uh, How to Do Nothing. She talks about the kind of use of art in place to interact with like our cultural narratives and basically um, how can we interact with art in a new way, uh, in a really tangible way, in a way that's unexpected that might change the way we think about how we live our lives.
1: We're joined in studio by Willie to talk about his bike borrowing program. We're just going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
0: We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.
1: We're joined in studio by Willie to talk about his bike borrowing program. And how will the cargo bike kind of be an art project? Are you going to be like decorating the box every time someone takes it out or like every month it'll be a new theme kind of.
0: Yeah, so this is really the exciting part of the project for me. So the the box obviously lends itself to, well, this is a giant canvas. And so um, beyond the idea of it just being like Dutch culture imported into Fort McMurray, there's actually a mural painted on on each side of the box. And so the mural features local flora and fauna. Now the summer side is done. So there's a summer and a winter side because there's two sides of the box. So the summer side is done. Uh, The winter side is just being completed now so um, you'll have to borrow the bike if you want to look at it um, but I think on our Instagram there are some pictures of the summer side yeah and and it it features local uh, flora and fauna and then the idea is that as people borrow the bike now the art, instead of just sitting in a gallery, is actually moving around our community and takes on new meaning in each person's individual context and neighborhood. So maybe they take it to Helen Paholka Park and have like a winter picnic. Maybe they take it to, you know, a mural. Maybe they just take their kids to school. Um, Maybe they just take it around the block just for fun doesn't matter what's happening is it's taking on a, a new meaning for each person and that's so really exciting for me
1: and you kind of mentioned that you're only you're down to basically driving one day a week kind of thing with your car have you noticed a significant shift in your lifestyle with I guess biking everywhere now
0: you know The lifestyle honestly isn't that different. I'd probably just have like the same anxiety as everyone else, except that like I don't know. There there are some like upticks, like um, you know, like the endorphins, like post exercise. But you get that when you get where you're going. Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's a lot. A lot of it actually stays the same, except that I think I'm happier. Uh, Honestly, um, I I was reflecting on a few weeks ago, uh, biking to work, uh, and you know, this time of year we get to go to work during sunrise, which has its ups and downs. But the ups is that it's really beautiful. And and uh, I don't know what was going on in the brain chemistry, but I, I couldn't describe it. But I was grinning from year to year. I was just so happy. And, uh, you know, I just didn't experience that when I, like, drove to work. So I guess that's enough.
1: Have you had to account for extra time because it may take a little bit extra time riding on the bike or like not too much because our community is so small?
0: You know it it does take a little longer and uh, truthfully um, I did, I'm cheating a little bit like my daily driver if you can call it is like a a cheap e-bike and so that helps especially like if you need to do like the like going downtown back uptown thing Um, that really helps especially with the sweat equation too so but yeah you do need to usually budget for a little bit longer fortunately um, yeah the community is not that big so the longest trip uh, is gonna be an hour and that's going from like this side of the city Timberley all the way to like Beacon Hill (laughs) Um, so you know everything is gonna be shorter than that sometimes it is more practical to hop in a car with someone or take the car but also I will just advocate now this isn't possible with the cargo bike because it's so big but with a regular bike the bus and bike combo is really a winning ticket Um, even if you like want to experiment with biking somewhere you haven't take a bus ticket with you so that if you if it goes south you can just throw the bike on a bus and go home.
1: For the actual cargo bike, do you find it easier to drive it in the winter? Because I guess it is a little bit more, it looks sturdier than most bikes compared to... Yeah,
0: I, I think um, it's probably easier to drive in the summer because uh, <laughs> the slush kind of sucks. So, uh, but But it is, I think Compared to a regular bike, it actually does feel a little bit safer because you're riding upright instead of like being like kind of trapped on this bike. If if it's going south, you just step off. You, you're you're you don't have to like lift your leg over anything. You just step off and you're fine. You're
1: not going over sideways. You're not
0: going over <laughs> sideways. Um, I, I took this bike to Sherwood Park when we first got it for my mom to try because she's Dutch, and she did drop me. Uh, and this was in the summer, but it was not dramatic. Um, like I we just kind of like tipped sideways and oh okay it's it's not like it was catastrophic so um yeah and generally because it's slower it, all things combined yeah it's, it's a little bit of a safer bike um you know in i shouldn't say this but sometimes i don't wear a helmet when i ride this bike because it because you're just going so slow it's it's not like you're going for speed it's it, if, if I'm approaching something dangerous, I'm just going to step off. For instance, today on the way here, the intersections are really slushy. I just got off the bike and walked it across, which I think is what you're supposed to do by law anyways. Yeah, so it, yeah, you, you just take it with a grain of salt. In, in the Netherlands, they call it being a pedestrian plus. Not You're not like a racer cyclist, you're just a pedestrian with a couple upsides.
1: I like that, I like that. We're joined in studio by Willie to talk about his bike borrowing program. We're just going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
0: We're back to Fort McMurray Matters, brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics
1: on Mix 103.7. We're joined in studio by Willie to talk about his bike borrowing program. Do you have any sort of, I guess, safety tips for people who are riding their bike in the winter? Obviously, you are a little bit more unstable with the slush and everything. What do you kind of do to prevent yourself from getting injured?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like winter biking is a lot of fun and I think a lot of people are scared of it, usually for the safety reason. Now I've got a few uh, recommendations and and a reason why you should cycle in the winter for for safety okay so um the first is that you you should just dress appropriately obviously the weather's different um so dress in layers don't dress too warm because you'll actually like generate heat like i i do sometimes like uh i get I, it's some hot takes here today alex but like you know you're you're leaving house in the morning and you see these big trucks and suvs that have to run for 15 20 minutes to warm up and I've warmed up by the time I'm down the block. And so I just can't, you know, there's some upsides here. So anyways, but dress appropriately. Uh, yes, a helmet is a good idea. Um, definitely wear your helmet. Wear clothing that's visible. Um, I, I wish we didn't have to say this. Like, I wish our infrastructure was a place where we, we could just dress normally but sometimes you got to dress a little bit like crazy like I've, I've got a yellow ham helmet that blinks that helps I think uh, otherwise um, it, it has a lot to do with route planning so you you know you plan a route differently in the winter than you do in the summer the city does such a good job of plowing our multi-use pathways and a lot of sidewalks so stick to those we're, but we're not uh, you're not prohibited from riding on the sidewalk here so you can um, walk whenever you don't feel safe just get off the bike. Yeah, plan, plan a long, slower route. And then sometimes also the safer thing can to do, and this is up to people's comfort level, but can be riding on the road. Sometimes you're more visible there. Sometimes it's more cleared there. Um, I often will combine my route. What I do is I plan ahead and I stick to multi-use pathways and really quiet residential streets and I mm-hmm. stay off the rest. And that can be a better way to do it. And then finally is a little bit of a specialized piece of equipment that really helps you stay safe. But you can get winter tires for a bike. Just like a I car. I didn't know that. Yeah. So my my bikes have uh, winter tires on them. They have ice studs. That's cool. They just like a car. They have all the same safety benefits, and they'll keep you upright. They'll keep you if the bike from going out underneath you. So
1: I like that. I didn't know there was winter tires for bikes. That's pretty cool. Is there any other like essential gear you think people should have? Like let's say a yellow reflective vest. Like be that person on the bike. Make sure people see you, kind of thing. Especially with it being dark.
0: Yeah, gear recommendations. Well, um, you need to have lights. Lights on your bike is great. Uh, The Bachfeets has these cool lights, which I think should be everywhere. They're called dynamo lights. So just like how we first generated electricity with dynamos, they have little versions of these on the bike wheels that power lights on the bike. So you never have to charge them. They're perfect. They're permanent. And they just work by you pedaling. Otherwise, battery operated lights. Uh, The right clothing, um, especially when it gets cold, I find a few... um, things that can really help is, well, if you're really hardcore, I don't have these, but you can get, they're called pogies, and they're big, like, mitts that stay permanently on your handlebars. So you just, like, you can just wear your normal whatever, and then stick your hands in there, and they stay warm. But what I do, because I'm a little bit cheap, is I just wear, like, a liner glove and then a big mitt over top, and I find that gets me good to, like, minus 25, wool socks, uh, a buff, um, you know... How you address for skiing, kind of, um, sort of thing. So, like the right clothing. Uh, yeah, studded tires on the bike is a big win. Make sure you have lights, make sure you're visible. But other than that, um, just wear what's comfortable for you and, and, you'll have fun.
1: Do you have any other recommendations for people to kind of enjoy the holidays, obviously winter biking does sound pretty exciting, especially with those winter tires, that's enticing me. But like any other way, like even just walking around and enjoying the paths around the community.
0: Yeah, ab- absolutely. I, I, You know, I think um, you don't have to spend a lot of money to enjoy our community during the holidays and I just feel like I want people to know this. So yeah, the first thing, and I'm just, because this is my plug, like what's fun and cheap to do? Borrow this bike. I, anyways we'll tell you where how to do that later but um, or get on a bike enjoy any of the pathways I would say get out into the Birchwood Trails for sure or any of the trail networks uh, try cross-country skiing visit the people at ptarmigan nordic and learn how to do it I was very scared I am not coordinated at all I broke both wrists skating when I was a kid um, but these people can teach you to do anything so uh, go cross-country skiing or, or go skating go to Lions Park strap on a pair of skates yeah I, I would say as a rule just get outside and have fun this hall these holidays and uh, and the funnest thing is you can do it without any need for expensive equipment you don't need any expensive toys you can get this stuff for free or or rent it or
1: and for people that do want to borrow your bike where can they go about doing that yeah
0: so borrow a Bachfeets can be found uh, on Instagram at borrow a Bachfeets. we also have just like uh, like like a landing page um but it's easiest to find that through the Instagram
1: for sure and then is there anything else you want to mention about your program or about just anything else in general
0: um, yeah, a- absolutely. Um, well, I, first thing I want to just say is a few thank yous, because it's really important. Um, thank you to my wife, who's the artist for the bike, uh, Genevieve. She's done an incredible job. Uh, I want to say a really big thank you to the regional municipality of Wood Buffalo for funding considerations. So that we were a recipient of the Arts, Culture, and Heritage Grant, and you should apply for that grant. Like, if you're an artist, it's awesome. You don't have to be a non-profit, and you can make cool stuff that you care about. So uh, I would definitely... Uh, say check check out that granting stream and major thank you to the city
1: awesome well i want to thank you for coming in and let me know about it and pretty interested
0: in it (laughs) cool thanks alex that's the end of another edition of fort mcmurray matters want a copy of this episode or any past episode download the podcast at mix1037fm.com brought to you by cooper and company law firm and fort mcmurray orthodontics on mix 103.7